Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Break. Laugh it all off in your face. What would you do? I think in the end, I mean, many of us who have been in this football league for a long time, we realize, again, I'm, I'm not being overly stated here, but n- never has there been an opportunity to acquire arguably the best head coach in the history of this league, who didn't just retire in his, at his last organization, never have the ownership group that's in place now, or never has GMs had an opportunity to pull someone. So do you step back and you look at all the things that you need to, to look at and say, okay, we'll make the adjustments because we think we have a shot at winning the Super Bowl with this guy who's a tactical and a, um, in my mind, a situational mastermind. Mm-hmm. And believe me, I've been around some good coaches. None of them are of the level of Bill that way, and I think they would agree. I'm not being negative towards anyone like that. This guy is special that way. So I'm just thinking, and I do know, and I won't mention names, there are people out there right now who have head coaches in their building, and if they could convince their owners to move on, they would do it in a heartbeat. That is former NFL GM Thomas Dimitrov. Uh, on Radio Row with Tommy Curran suggesting that he has spoken with NFL current NFL general managers who, if they could convince their owner to make the change, they would hire Bill mm-hmm. Belichick immediately. So I don't... I think it's going to happen, you know, probably not until after next year. I, I didn't think it was initially when I saw the Stephen Belichick stuff, but then once Boomer said he turned down... The Falcons offer, I believe an owner is going to be convinced to go down the he Bill Belichick He turned down the Falcons room. one, but then there were so many other jobs open. You're talking Seattle, Washington. You're talking Chargers. Carolina. Carolina. Like, the fact that now there's this report that a ton of GMs, if they could convince their owners, they would rather have Bill Belichick than the coach they have there. You're talking five open spots and not a single one of them. Well, maybe the word was out there. Maybe he's putting the word out there behind closed doors like, I'm not going to Carolina or I'm not going to an organization where... It's going to take me a lot longer than three years. What about Washington? So many people were saying that Bill would Washington, go to Washington. It's going to take him a lot longer. Maybe he wants to say, all right, I only got three years left. Not only do I want to break the record, but I want to have a legitimate chance of winning a championship. It, he's not going to do that in Washington. Maybe he felt like that, and he felt like that in Atlanta. It's like, listen, no, I'll wait, and I'll wait for the perfect opportunity and situation to open up. And what do you think the perfect opportunity is for him? So, like, he doesn't have to do any legitimate roster building he mm-hmm. can watch like the cowboys cowboys would seem like the, the like eagles they wasted they wasted a lot of talent on right. that team plus he gets to go there and coach micah parsons who he wanted to draft over mm-hmm. mac jones anyway cowboys I, eagles bills jets teams that you look at and you go all right this team is a super bowl contender if they had the right coach greg what do they say 
actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. What what has been going on this week, whether it's Thomas Dimitrov, a former employee of Bill Belichick, or Michael Lombardi, former executive with Bill Belichick, is the friends of Bill have been getting their side out so Bill doesn't have to defend himself. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, Michael Yeah, but Boom is not connected in any way. But the, he heard from a connected source to Bill. An I mean, executive, he said, though. Boom, remember? Right, Boom Thomas said, Dimitrov's an executive. So, Oh, so you think Boomer heard from Dimitrov. No, I'm just saying it's a it's a, it's a a uh, intentionally blurred line as to who told Boomer because he doesn't want to reveal the source. But I'm just saying, like, I think it's absurd that there are teams that wanted Bill but didn't bring him in because of collaboration. I think that is such an indictment on the NFL. And why wouldn't you just bring in Bill Belichick for two hours just to pick his brain? Right. Who has a more extensive knowledge of NFL and football in general than Bill Belichick? Well, listen, if he said, and every time we discuss this, I get a text message or two where somebody says, Bill turned down the job because he couldn't get complete control. Okay. Whatever the reason he turned the job down, mm-hmm. if he was willing to turn down the Atlanta Falcons job, mm-hmm. he may have turned down the interview with Washington. He may have turned down the interview with Carolina. Right. He, may, he may have. He may be very specific in what he wants. What's probably going to be his last job, the one in which right. he goes and breaks the record and hopefully wins the Super Bowl. To be, I, we would I have like, known that though. If... No, you wouldn't. I don't. I don't know that you would. I mean, I. I know. think the Why narrative right now being that nobody wanted Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick's camp would have released that he turned down interviews. Right. I, I mean, um, Vrabel. We haven't. Vrabel's keeping it real hush hush, and it's not just because he's a big dude, but. Maybe he's turned well, down. He's very some, intimidating. Maybe he's turned Size down wise. opportunities. Yeah. Uh, this is Tim from Long Meadow. Hello, Tim. Have you guys seen pictures of Andy Reid on the sidelines? Bill's yes. waiting for him to stroke out so he can slide oh, into the city. <laughs> I mean, I, really, the man might be listening. <laughs> I, I, he's got. Yeah. A, he's only sixty-five years old. And Andy Reid says that he's not ready to retire yet. So right. I don't think I don't think Andy Reid is retiring. No, I think there's a couple landing spots for Bill, and I think Bill is looking at. I, I believe there's tampering going on that Bill's communicating with some of these owners. You of, think so? And and yeah. I think he's lo- saying, I want my three years of coaching to be have a so I have a legitimate chance of because he doesn't want his legacy wherever he goes. It's gonna be a it's going to be a a, a, a kind of huge focus, a part of his legacy. If he goes somewhere and he fails miserably, yeah, that's connected to his legacy. Right. If he goes somewhere and he's successful, it's connected. So he knows that. And, Greg, I would say that what is potentially more likely than him turning down jobs is the fact that Bill really is happy with the fact that Robert Kraft has to pay him $25 million to do nothing. That is something, I mean that. Like yeah. I, I think that yeah. there is a part of Bill that gets off on that, and I would too, after a guy, if you're Bill Belichick, that's one thing Michael Lombardi said yesterday, Greg, the salary and the structure of their payroll is a real issue between Kraft and Belichick. The way Kraft, after Bill left, two hours later on that Wednesday where Bill and, and Robert separated, where Robert said Bill had everything. He was in charge of the budget. He was in charge of how much the football operation spent. You heard yesterday the the pushback against that, which is that that is not true no. for Bill Belichick's side. I don't think it is true. It can't I, be. I don't know no. why in a million years Bill Belichick would be. I, I think that with Jacoby Myers, that's personal. 
Bill views Jacoby Myers as an undrafted guy that played quarterback that he fixed and that he believed Jacoby Myers owed him a million dollars off for the discount. But in general, when it comes to the total payroll, I don't think Bill Belichick's up there. I want to go back to your lead because it was very interesting this morning. But before that, just a quick hello to James, who is streaming the show right now. In fact, if you're watching on Twitch, you will get to see James right now and the what he what he slid into my DMs with. And uh, James is right now in Manchester, Vermont, listening on the Odyssey app. Mm-hmm. And uh, if Brian can expand that a little bit, you'll see that James is a uh, a very handsome senior citizen right. and listening to the show right now. So uh, just to dispel any kind of myth about whom I say hello to on this radio show, I want to say hello to James. Once again, but, you can't do it this way. You introduced Amanda out of nowhere. A very nice looking this, fellow, James. Very handsome. You gotta, uh, you gotta throw this guy a response every now and again. Uh, you know, I so get a sad. lot of DMs. I don't yeah. have time At to least respond. give it the double tap heart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how about at we, least then, you know, they read it. How uh, about we get the Amanda DM? That you're referencing. If uh, we're looking I, at James, let's see them all. No, I don't have time. Oh, this. okay. I want to get to your lead. Got it. Uh, here is uh, <laughs> about a moment or two of Curtis's award-winning lead from this morning at 6.30. Simple question to everybody here in the audience. Knowing what you know now about how Robert Kraft would build the front office and the coaching staff in the absence of Bill Belichick, would you like a do-over? It is so bad. Oh, wait, are you close to saying? I don't know. I mean, uh, I love Gerard Mayo. It's a love at first sight. I think he's a great hire. I, I'm not ready to say I don't want Mayo to be the head coach. I mean that sincerely. He's an impressive, impressive guy, and I think he's going to be a good coach in the NFL. But how is he not going to succumb to the same issues that fell upon Bill Belichick? So basically what Robert Kraft's telling you, that the issue was Bill Belichick in the front <laughs> office and on the field. The issue was in the roster building and in the financial composition of the staff and how they spent money on players. If they're not going to address any of those and they're going to just sort of, as Wiggy would say, go to the bargain, Ben, I, I am really shocked. Ben McAdoo? Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Okay. So we have a poll question. Yeah, you have a poll on this. Yes, and I don't know who's voted yet, but about a 1,000 people so far Knowing what you know now, would you like a redo? Would you like to bring Bill back and re- another kick at the can? 67% say yes. Wow. 67% right. after what has gone on the last three weeks or what have right. want Bill Belichick back. We all said grass isn't always greener, and it's crazy that this is happening before even a snap has been made on the field. And- like that, that, to me... And we all have to give uh, Gerard Mayo. We we met him. He was awesome in person. I'm hoping for big things from him. But everybody wanted to see Bill out the door. And the first sign that there could be any dysfunction and that Kraft could still have his hand, it you know, stirring the pot at Gillette, and people are jumping ship. It's nuts. Well, that's the biggest issue right there, and and that's the thing that will concern me. And I'm, you know, and I wonder what Mayo thinks is is are they allowing me to build this coaching staff the way I want to are they allowing are they going to allow me to well, build you can decide like give us your opinion like look at who he is I said you, no look who he's been able to hire do you think that those are the guys he wants I don't I don't believe so I don't believe these are the guys that he wants I believe that he wanted to go in a direction of younger guys and have an opportunity and listen 
not that there's anything wrong with McAdoo or Van Pelt. My thing is, it's too ironic that Elliot Wolf's connection to these guys. So that's where I'm wondering because if you're ju- if you're doing this with coaches, what happens now when you get in there and it's about free agents or it's about players in the draft? Who now has the power? And it seems it looks like it's going more in the direction of Elliot Wolf and ownership mm-hmm. to putting the staff together. Don't you think they're going to have that same type of power when it comes to putting the players together? Well, Bill has been run out of town. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that 60-plus percent of people... He wasn't run think- out of town. He went 4-13. and 13. I mean, let's be a little bit fair. The team was awful. He was run out of town, Curtis. By who? Robert Kraft. Yeah. And then they got up there and tried to say that it was, you know, they were on the same page and it was mutual you know, ending of uh, of a partnership. And then after that, once Kraft was alone, he was telling everybody, yeah, like he, he made the change. He made the big change of, of getting Bill out. But I mean, right, I mean, he was fired. Mm-hmm. And I, you, I think he deserved to be fired. I think the vast, I, I just wouldn't well, have. there's 60 plus percent of the people who don't agree. No, it's that yeah. they don't agree with how they have filled the position. Yeah, but that's the issue is that they, that they, you ran Bill out saying Bill was the problem, but you're doing business in the exact same or worse way. Right. So you're, far, you're, at least. You're making it seem like, oh, Bill had control of everything. He never gave us any input. He was the problem. He was the problem. So we're blowing him out of here. And now it seems like the new head coach, you're not giving him any input at all. <laughs> right. It, it is honestly, it's a repeat of getting rid of Tom and not having anybody ready to, to take over. You can. I, I think it was a fine decision at the time, logically, to get rid of a 43-year-old quarterback. Makes sense. They're not going to play forever. But what the crafts have done, and I fall, I fell for it again, is that I thought this would further incentivize them to spend because they are obsessed with their image, and it has done the opposite. Yeah, that's what the issue. Is. I don't think like not spending on the coaching staff is going to be the issue. It's if they don't spend in free agency, that's where the issue. Okay, lies. but can you get an indicator from not spending on the coaching staff that they're not going to spend on the roster either? But like, so the one instance where you think they might not be spending on the coaching staff is Nick Cayley wanted too much money. Like, no, it's Elliot. They said Wolf. the same thing about Ben Johnson, and Ben Johnson. That was not the reason. Ben Johnson didn't get the job in Washington. Sean, you and I had the same reaction to that tweet, whatever it was, over the weekend about a month ago, when on a Saturday, uh, Rappaport said, yeah, don't expect the Patriots to make any hires in the front office. And they're just keeping everybody, just removing Bill. That is, that's cheaping out and not hiring an actual director of p- player personnel. Unless it's Elliot Wolf making the decisions who wasn't previously. It was more so Belichick and Matt Groh because Wolf Matt Groh was, was like a diehard Belichick guy. But uh, Matt Groh's still here. Right. Yes, I, I understand that. But if he's not the one making the decisions and it's someone different being Elliot Wolf. So who, you would have been good with Elliot Wolf if I asked you that at the end of the year. If he just gets promoted to GM, yes. Because of, uh, from my understanding, the way I see it is that Matt Groh was the Belichick guy. He was the one influ- with any kind of influence helping Belichick make decisions. So what was now, Elliot Wolf's job? Player scouting. And we've heard multiple stories before where scouts have put players forward, which is under Elliot Wolf's department, scouting, right. put players forward, and Bill's like, nah, I'm going to go in a different direction. Well, yeah, no, that's the that's the spin, yeah. No, so Elliot Wolf, this crash guy. Did not, he didn't want to kill Harry. He was... Uh, he was Stomping his feet loudly, saying, "Please, Bill." Matt Groh really wanted Tyquan Thornton. How'd that work out? <laughs> like, all right. Anyway, 
Um, that is an interesting poll when it comes to results. And I have Bruins tickets to give away in 10 minutes. So be listening then. Speaking of the Bruins, here is Courtney with what is trending this morning. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by the 99. They fell to the Flames 4-1 to at the TD Garden last night. The sole goal for the Bees came from Pavel Zaka with Jeremy Swayman in goal having 25 saves in the loss. Uh, just a, uh, a horrid effort last night. Sean was there for it. Ugly. It's on him. It's a jinx. But, I mean... Yeah, I, I said it earlier, so I bet maybe it bears repeating. You got that power play after Marshand absolutely gets manhandled, in, w- in which Jim Montgomery did not respond at all like a like the angry individual that he should be. And you go over on the power play, and you don't you you don't capitalize on it. It's just I, I, maybe it's a one off post All Star break hangover. Thing, I, I hope. What worries me is the Celtics were the same way when when they had a long stretch of time off where they came back looking just terrible. So you got to hope that these two teams are really, really good going into the postseason, but not good enough where they have a big stretch of time off before they get into postseason play. They're off tonight, back in action tomorrow. The Celtics have one tonight. The Hawks are in town. Tip is at 7.30. Joel Embiid underwent a successful meniscus surgery. He will be reevaluated in four weeks. It's a baseball news. Jose Altuve signed a five-year, $125 million extension with the Astros. Treat your Valentine at the 99 restaurant February 13th and 14th and enjoy delicious menu specials like the lobster-topped haddock or the New York strip and lobster casserole combo. You gotta love the nines. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thank you, Courtney. 30 degrees, partly cloudy skies, a partly cloudy afternoon high of 40. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart Cart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chime, is that emo or yacht rock? Because they sound exactly the same. Yes, that sounds everybody. exactly like Sounds Jack like Brown. grunge to me. <laughs> Is that not grunge? grunge? That doesn't not sound grunge. anything like grunge. Huh? That is as, not even <laughs> close to grunge. Uh, you just expose yourself. Not like Lincoln Park yeah, and all that. Every day when it comes to music, you expose yourself. What's Lincoln Park? You expose yourself as a giant rube. What's Lincoln Park? You are a rube. What kind of music is that? Uh, Lincoln Park was like kind of metal, uh, metalish, uh, like pop metal. Maybe I would call that. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Fair. I would call that pop metal. Yeah, <laughs> pop metal. Yeah. When you call that grunge? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Yes, no, you Lincoln would. Park was not grunge. But you don't know. 
No, you just <laughs> Where's Nirvana. Stop talking. Nirvana was Nirvana grunge. was grunge. Right. That sounded very similar to like Nirvana. It sounded similar. It is a, a genre of music that existed at a period of time. You you know, but there I understand what the genre of music is, but when something said like, you know what we used to call you know when when I was growing up, it was called gangster rap. You know what they call it today? Drill rap. Very similar. It's but under not the, the same, same thing. No, no, but it's it is the same thing. If it was the same thing, they would call it the same no, thing. No, they just changed the name as okay. as the youngers. Okay. Uh tomorrow on the show, Mike Milbury on the Boston Bruins. Friday. Great idea by Curtis. First ever big game app off. I mm. cannot wait. How does this work, Curtis? We each of us brings in an appetizer. Super Bowl Super Bowl worthy. That anything that you would that you would like to bring to your friends or your family Super Bowl party, and then we all try it and we grade it, grading everything but our own dish, and we show the winner right. as the app champ. And Greg, okay. you must cons- uh, come up with, prepare, and cook your own dish. I will. Thank you. I will. I will not rely on others. The difficulty is because I was doing a little research on this yesterday on Instagram. Uh, the difficulty is it has to be something that you can prepare the night before and that will reassemble and reheat in a microwave and uh, have the proper taste. That is the problem. That mm. is. Did you you, you got to be you careful are, on what you make with you that. You are coming up with some pretty unique, uh, exciting apps. I was working on some things uh, after the show, and Greg would just randomly say an app. Yeah. And every single one that Greg said, if he pulls any of them off, uh-huh. You could be a front runner. Uh-huh. I know I, my app is going to be unbelievable. I already know that. That's yeah. my wheelhouse appetizers. Right, mine too. Uh-huh. So, uh, but I almost feel like I almost feel like what we're gonna see a lot of. And you love taxes because you br- <laughs> you bring up a good point, Greg. If you're reheating it, what you're gonna see a lot of is dips. Yeah. Yes, I think you're right about that. Because if yeah. it's something that you have to reheat that's going to have is going to taste good, it's very difficult for you to do like sliders or something mm-hmm. like that the night before bring them in and then they taste good. The bread won't be the same. Whatever you're putting in the slider won't be the same. But if it's a dip that you can heat up, you generally can have that taste good the next day. And Greg, that- I just got a text from someone at Saver that says you cannot bring your tripod tonight. I don't know if that was. <laughs> um, by the way, Wiggy, Lincoln Park is a part of the genre known as new NU metal. Okay, so that's what that's called. Is that what that's new called? New metal. New yes. metal. Okay. New metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Bruins tickets to give away, and then we have a new feature on this program. So if you are caller number nine right now on the contest line, which is 617-931-0937, you will head to the Boston Garden to see the Bruins and the Canucks on Thursday. Limited tickets are still available when you go to Ticketmaster.com slash Bruins. But one pair of tickets right now for you and your favorite guest who is a Bruins fan, if you are caller number nine, on the contest line, 617-931-0937. You want to get to our new feature, Shime? Go ahead. Uh. And now, the Greg Hill Show presents Uh. What is Kanye Wearing Today? Good morning. Okay. Uh, Time for What is Kanye Wearing Today? Uh, And Mrs. Kanye. And so hopefully you're watching the show on YouTube or on Twitch. 
Uh, but this is what Kanye and the missus were wearing yesterday when they headed out to uh, a recording studio. Uh, and well, um, I don't know who you want to start with uh, when it comes to grading these outfits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kanye looks like he is uh, in the next Jason film uh, <laughs> with uh, the full mask and the gloves. He wears those gloves like he's going to uh, like be attending some mm-hmm. kind of a sword fight or something wow. like you know the the uh, the professional uh, like the three the, musketeer gloves. He, yes, yeah. yes. I think it's for uh, COVID. I think it's a COVID it, prevention. Is that what it is? I he believe is, so. Okay, is he, that is do, he is doing a lot of Jason things right now. He was at uh, Travis Scott's concert. Came uh, out there, was okay. wearing the Jason mask. Yeah, and so he has, and he has the kind of the beekeeper. I don't know why beekeeper is a theme today, but the beekeeper mask on, mm-hmm. and then some kind of a poncho or uh, something like that, which I kind of like. I mean, that look uh, obviously. If you shine, not that you need to, but if you want to hide the the uh, stomach area, that poncho works. I think fantastic. Yeah, I'll need a tarp, not a poncho. Yeah, in order and, to get my credential at JetBlue Park, I'm going to wear what Kanye is wearing. Uh, and then uh, Mrs. Kanye, the new Mrs. Kanye, is nude mm-hmm. uh, and wearing some kind of a plastic. Uh, like I would relate that to what your dry cleaning comes in when you are... It's like a poncho. Yeah. But it's it's clear, uh, like, plastic mm-hmm. uh, poncho, and she's wearing nothing. It's right. giving me serial killer vibes. It is. Um, <laughs> it is, really? And if you see this this image from the back, mm-hmm. her backside rivals Curtis. Oh, really? It is fully out, <laughs> right. and yes. it is a nice bottom. Huh. Yeah. It, it says right. something on the front, though. Uh, oh. Yeah, I don't know what it says on yeah. there. So you know, you know these. You know, I think, oh, I, actually, it says help. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she wakes up in the morning and says, "I've made a mistake"? I, I somebody would hope so. no. I, Hell no. Well, I, I feel like somebody needs to help her. Like just check on her. She loves this life. It's a very. She does. Yeah, don't get twisted. She's she, not allowed to be on social media or dress she, the way she wants. You know what she can do? This very simple thing you could do. It's called walk out the front door and leave. Okay, what does she love about it? Well, she probably well, she probably loves the the just the the clout that she gets with it. She loves being in the public eye. I mean, if she didn't like it, she could easily leave. But everybody's saying he's rich. She's in it for that. Okay, that could but, be part of yeah, it. Yeah, he's rich, and she can't leave. She, but she's not. She's not enjoying any of the fruits so, of his labor because he's rich. She can't buy her own clothes. So she then, can't, Courtney. Leave the relationship. Yeah, I, I could see if he had a chain to. No, it's it's easily you can easily do it. I could see if he had a chain to the bed. If she she could just leave if she didn't like that lifestyle. She didn't like the way he you know he was treating her or those type of things. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and. But she clearly doesn't see anything wrong with it because she enjoys it. Are she's always. Sure? I mean, I, I feel like she's blinking Morse code, oh. like a, <laughs> like she's being held in Vietnam. Like, Not that like hard to call McCain. the cops. I mean, I like. Okay. No, she loves right. it. That's how they dress. That's their style. That's what Kanye does. What's it's, the style? I don't know. It's weird. Anytime I watch any NFL or any NBA game or I see these guys dress, I have this conversation with my son. I'm like, I don't know some of the things that dudes are wearing nowadays. I see Steph Diggs and some of the clothes. Even Courtney and I, we talked about Travis Kelsey. Yep. Like, I don't know. When you're a celebrity, you, you tend to do some Wouldn't weird you things. my clothes. That's okay. Oh, Curtis, oh, I don't hate your clothes. Well, I just Curtis, it's a different what, style. What would it take for you to wear that see-through poncho for the first day of the road show in Fort Myers? Oh, uh, I, which is three weeks from today, by the way. Nothing. I mean, there would be a baby boom, mm-hmm. so be ready for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, three weeks from today. All the excitement of spring training on this radio show.
we will be at JetBlue Park, Fenway mm-hmm. South, for three straight days mm-hmm. of Red Sox interviews and sharing the magic that will be this upcoming season. For four the of us, four of us in one car for four days. What mm. could go wrong? I hope it's the SUV. It is. It is. All right. Um, you think they think Theo will be there? He better. I mean, it'd be awesome. I, I I would hope that the organization would want to promote their biggest star. Well, but I mean, just biggest star for just a short period of time. What do you mean? What, what Sam Kennedy said. I I feel like Theo did, is did, now the did, guy. Huh? I feel like Theo is now the guy. Well, we, I thought he was. We looked to. Did, did you see Chris Cotillo's reporting on right. what on what Theo said? Uh, oh. Uh. Sam Kennedy, this is a this is a tweet from Chris Cotillo. Sam Kennedy today called Theo Epstein's new role, quote, an interim stop before his next stop, unquote. What? Well, so that means to and, me he's going to be the next owner. And reiterated that mm-hmm. he won't be involved in the day-to-day operations of the Red Sox in his role as senior advisor. Oh, well, that's new. So he's just there getting a little... He's just there co- collecting a little bread. <laughs> oh, I think that that means he's going to go from minority stakes to majority. Like I yeah, think but he's he going sent, to... based on that quote. It's uh, like it's for interim, his next stop. It's like a consultant. He's just going to come in and clean things up, fire a few people, uh, you know, stop ordering the office supplies, and then move on to what's That's next. That's very strange. <laughs> that is really think? strange. Yeah, I would say it is. I um, thought he's going to be like the guy who now, when all baseball things were kind of, whether it's player signing, payroll, uh, is going to be like, what's Theo doing? Why is he not getting it right? Greg, I don't want to mess it up. You say that somebody can ruin. Like, what are we doing? Why would I? I was so excited about Theo Epstein. I, I, I was legitimately happy about something the Red Sox did. Well, look, I mean, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah, that's okay, Sam. But it's just a stop along the road to somewhere else? Where is he heading? I am and what does that tell your team? If you are a player on this Red Sox team and you hear Sam Kennedy say, yeah, this is just kind of like a, a stepping stone to where he wants to go. An interim stop before his next stop. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, that's weird. Get the bumper that, sticker ready. That, for that. that that is. So, what is his role then? If, if it's just like a temporary <laughs> stop, they've already hired uh, GM in, in the sense of Craig Breslow. So, what is his like? What's his role? If it's just a quick stop to whatever he's gonna do next. Because I guess you could be a I mean, minority it's, it's, owner and do a bunch of things. When Sam puts it that way, it's hard not to call it a PR stunt. But it's a, fin- it's a very expensive one. I mean, if he is a minority uh, owner, if it, even if it's 1%, you're right. looking at maybe $100 million. How does being a senior advisor of the Boston Red Sox, one of the most storied franchises in sports, and an equity partner... Turn into an interim stop on the way to your next stop? That is a bad look, and that's a fall from grace because Red Sox, working for the Red Sox was a dream job for anybody that worked in baseball. Mm-hmm. Now it's a interim? Mm-hmm. That's terrible. And the PR stunt, I could get the PR stunt, 
but then why would you say that? Because it's not going to look good for you. So I can't really see it being a PR stunt and then bringing in um, Theo Epstein. It, it used to be that people would do everything to get into the Red Sox front office. Now you need to bribe them with a minority stake just to get them to be a senior advisor. <laughs> I mean, what is going on? Uh, and why don't they just spend the money on the team instead of spending it on Theo if he's not going to do anything? Yeah, but if he's I a mean, mo- also like, I'm sure Sam Kennedy's job is safe. Is this right? Is this him? Trying to stake his, you know, claim on his, you know, pee on his, uh, you know, his property. Pee on his fire hydrant. I mean, I think he's going to want to take this one back. I think this is going to be exactly like the liar comment. He's going to want this one back. Is Sam Kennedy, is he a minority owner? Uh, I don't know. I think he has some stake. All right. right, So with Theo. He's the president of the bar. Okay. So with Theo to be a minority owner. And he grew up near the ballpark. I don't know if you've heard. Wouldn't that that mean that he would have had to put some money in to purchase that one? Probably gave him equity. Like a loyal guy, they give you they give you a couple shares or whatever. Unless you're in the crafts, because nobody gets. Okay. So if they if they gave him this piece, then it's just like Curtis said. They they just. What do you mean they gave Theo the piece? You're yeah, talking about yeah, Theo. Theo yeah. That's what I'm yeah, saying. They gave, they gave him. So the, if they gave Theo this piece, no. But the part that bothers me is that you are immediately on essentially on Truck Day, mm-hmm. walking out there and saying, "Hey, don't get too excited about Theo." Right. He's not going to do much. He's not going to be involved in the day to day. And this is an interim stop on the way to his next stop, yeah. which is what? Commissioner of Baseball? And or how what? are you building Maybe a future that. for this organization? Uh, so, well, I mean, for I just, Breslow. It's, it's just oh, a whole bunch oh. of noise about I thought, nothing. I thought the Theo thing was their way of to uh, divert all the slings and arrows, whatever was going on with the Red Sox, to Theo, right? Well, he, no, I, I'm glad you thought that's what it was. Initially. I, 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 what I hoped it was was that John Henry had realized mm-hmm. that he had taken his eyes off the ball right? and had, as they were whispering to people, had said, we didn't give the ball club the attention that it deserves over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Theo's a baseball guy. John Henry has a lot of respect for him. Let's bring in a baseball guy who can focus on what is going on around here mm-hmm. in the form of Theo Epstein and try to turn things around. That's what I thought it really was because I believed them. Well, maybe I don't it, think it's you know a Bobby. I didn't think it was a Bobby Copperfield thing, which is let's bring in Theo, get everybody excited for a little bit, and then you know in a couple months they'll forget that Theo's here. That's not what I thought it was. Well, I I, so, I, I agree uh, with you with that he would come in and help, but I also thought by him helping it allows the sling and slings and arrows to go his way, but it still looks like, okay, he's helping, but it's really, you know, we only got him for three months. Yeah. Well, anyway, weird that that's, they said it, the eight thirty edition from Sam Kennedy and coming up at nine, we'll talk to ESPN, Sean McDonough and Devin McCourty will join us at nine twenty on today's Greg Hill show here at Boston sports, original WEI. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Bottling on the pen. Coming up at 9, ESPN, Sean McDonough on the Boston Red Sox and the Boston Bruins and the Super Bowl and other things. And at 9.20, Devin McCourty. This is Joe in the car. Good morning, Joe. Morning, Greg. Uh, Just want to make a comment here about um, Epstein. I think it was from the start, anybody that sought it out knew he wasn't going to be playing a role. I, I do like they made that announcement because everybody's getting up in arms, but it doesn't change the fact that Sam Kennedy is spineless. What is, so what's his role? If what did you, so you knew from the start that it wasn't anything. What's, what's the point of it? I, I think the point of it is, is that he's just either, I don't know if they, they said he was a stakeholder or he's just having something to do with the overall Fenway sports stuff. But if he was going to be a part of the baseball operations, don't you think that word operation would have been inserted into the announcement? I guess. I mean, I assumed that this had been something they'd been working on for a long time, hence why his guy, Craig Breslow, was named the chief baseball officer. That was my assumption. Well, and, you know, that, that might be it, but if somebody like Epstein, like they would, they would have said he's coming on to advise operations or something. There's no, why do you think they came out and said this? It's like, now they don't want to get blowback and be like, well, why are you using Epstein? Well, he's just, he's just going to be here for a moment. Yeah. Such a weird comment from Sam. Bizarre. And even if he's a consultant, right, he would be consulting on how to make the baseball organization better. What's he consulting on? Concessions? I mean, I don't... Right. I, uh, Bring back like, that mustard. And are they that... Theme, I mean, theme nights? To the, is, <laughs> right. he a, is he a big Harry Potter guy? Maybe. I, Maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know. You Maybe. are. Yeah, I, I'm going to uh, be there for that. Yes. <laughs> are they that nice where they're just giving away <laughs> stakes? Yeah. The, I mean, like, all right, here's 1% just for... Eshing giggles? Are they that nice of an ownership group? I don't think so. I I don't. So then what's the purpose of giving this guy this piece of their, and then him going somewhere else? if If I'm Theo, I'd be pissed that Sam said this. Wouldn't you? Even if that is your plan, if, if this is a stepping stone to your next job, the, you know, your longtime goal, would you want that to be I, out in the open? Curtis is, or whoever said it is right. You basically gave someone one point mm-hmm. on a four 
billion dollar franchise. No, right. it's so, all the franchises. It's okay, Fenway so, Sports Group, so it's like fifteen billion. So okay, so if it is fifteen billion, Woo. that one point is one hundred and fifty million. One hundred and fifty million dollars, but it's an interim stop on the way to your next stop. Right, and clearly you can't go to commissioner role, right? Because well, you, you could, I guess. Well, you could you be a commissioner? You oh, you'd have to get rid of it. You'd yeah. have to sell it. I think Manfred just re-signed. Somebody texted in and said through 2029. What so. would you okay. rather have, Theo Epstein as an interim executive or Shohei? <laughs> Shohei. I mean, what are we doing? Uh, I can't figure it out. Uh, this is Lynn from New Hampshire. Hello, Lynn. Hi. Good morning. I love you guys. Um, I think somebody should put a plug in Sam Kennedy. Should what? Put a plug in him. Put a plug in Sam Kennedy because he we, we just got he told us this great thing the other day and all he did was deflate everyone. Well, then why would you even say that kind of comment? It doesn't do anything to inspire anything positive, and, and you know we're, we needed that positive. Yeah, I don't know. I'm with, I'm with Curtis. It's weird, and you know what? Honestly, Lynn, let's continue this discussion in the DMs. <laughs> okay. I don't think she knows what the DMs are. You probably should have said direct messages. Okay. She didn't really know what the DMs were. That's okay. Uh, good job, Lynn. <laughs> oh, that was good. You started it, Curtis. Here's Matt from Rhode Island. Oh. Hello, Matt. Hey, good morning. I'm just first. Wiggy, you, you didn't know Lincoln Park? Yeah, Funny. I know. I mean, I've heard of them. I know they got a song with Jay Z. Yeah, it's like the biggest matchup of all time. Anyway, yeah. good on you. Um, so, Curtis, you own Sam Kennedy, and you prompted them to make that statement that they had been neglecting the Red Sox. So, also good on you yeah. and Sam Kennedy. Um, I know you grew up 1.3 miles from Fenway, but, man, I'd show that guy the door right about now. He's no. absolutely useless. Thank I mean, you. I, I, uh, listen. Well, look, I mean, I'm sorry you feel that way. Are you saying that I have a minority stake in Sam Kennedy? <laughs> no, I can't. And does Sam have any role in the baseball stuff? Yeah. He does. does he? Yeah. I mean, you mean like the the baseball baseball decision? Like, yeah, like, you know, like. I assume so. Signing players, giving. I, I, mean, I don't I believe so. I think of Sam as, like, really focused on making sure Fenway is packed. Like, they're, yes. they're, getting, they're getting events at Fenway. Right. They're making sure that Fenway is still a lo- uh, a destination. I don't think he's in the. I mean, I, I could be wrong. He's at fifteen thousand feet. Yes. Yeah. I don't think he's saying. You know what? Here's why or why we don't need to bring in Yamamoto or Shohei. I think it's more about him just doing, like you said, more of the Fenway stuff and how can we keep the ballpark filled, making sure that you know the travel people are getting us the best, all that stuff. But I don't think he's the baseball guy. So like when, pickleball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have a question for you guys. You're much smarter than I am. Why does Sam Kennedy say things that are either contradicted immediately after by the actions of the organization or his own words? For example, Heim Bloom and Alex Cora have the best relationship of any executive and manager of my time in Boston. Patently false. I can't envision a scenario by which the Red Sox exist without Xander Bogarts. Eh. Theo Epstein is here to help us, you know, help the Red Sox a day later. It's just a stop on the road trip. Like, what does he gain by having statements that are so immediately refuted by him or the actions of the club? I don't uh, get it. It's a good question. He doesn't gain anything, but I think, like Kraft, and Bill, he's the guy who takes all the slings and arrows. Okay. Right? So Maybe he's he John Henry's guy. Like, listen, you know what? 
you are the mouthpiece. You're the one that's going to take the majority of slings and arrows. I know John Henry takes his fair share, yeah. but it's really when anybody gets criticized or we're criticizing somebody, yeah. it always kind of goes back to Sam Kennedy. Because well, he talks. Well, we right, will, so that's why. Yeah. We'll get the opportunity to talk to ESPN's Sean McDonough about this and other things when he joins us next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.